Do you see it? There's someone behind the door. There's someone standing over there. I, I don't see anyone. It's looking right at us. Poltergeist are usually associated with an individual. Hauntings seem to be connected with an area. A house, usually. Poltergeist disturbances are of fairly short duration, perhaps a couple of months. Hauntings can go on for years. I'd like you to sit quietly and close your eyes. Envision yourself in a halo of glowing white light. It will protect you. Welcome back to your favorite new podcast, Wild Quincy. And it's Wild October, Travis, as we are digging deep into the world of the paranormal. We talked about various locations throughout Quincy in the area. But this week, we're going to spend a little bit more time talking about those special locations. That's right. Speaking of special locations, this is a treat. We very rarely are in the same room. So if the audio is a little different than usual, that's because we're actually at, uh, I guess, uh, Wild Quincy Studios North, maybe? Is that <laughs> what we want to call this? That's a good one. Legitimately around a an actual bar. So um, yeah, good to see your face. It's yeah, a little weird. It is. It is right. weird. Uh, yeah, you don't like pause every once in a while on me when we're talking. So and you get like to it. hear cool sounds from your computer like that. So it's even better. <laughs> See, I didn't even hear that. So, yeah, we're just winging it at this point in time. But, hey, you know, the cool thing is, is that uh, we're together for a reason because we have somebody special with us is uh, a, a former, actually, friend of mine for, man, 15 probably years by now and a paranormal investigator and proud to have Bobby with us. Hey, Bobby, how you doing? I'm doing well, Chris. I'm so glad you guys like invited me to come along and and ride the train with you guys oh sure it's always always fun to have a guest this is the first time everybody recording has been in one place so, so it's been a zoom it's uh, it's exciting everything's so vivid and so so here in the now it's like you, you, ah. should, like you said it feels like i should be doing something with my hands yeah where do i put my hands oh, it's weird <laughs> uh, anyhow so we're gonna be talking uh, this week and the reason we bring bobby in is because bobby you and i have investigated practically i don't think i've ever been to an investigation that you haven't been with me i i think other than maybe one 
I, I think we've been on every single one yeah. together. Well over 100 investigations, way out through Missouri, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas. I mean, we've been everywhere. We have been everywhere, and we still have lots of places we still want to go. <laughs> so I, I don't see that ending soon, Chris. Yeah, it's. Uh, but of course, you know, one of the things is, and one of the reasons we've spent a lot of time together was because of a thing called Grizzoween back in the day. Yes, one of my favorite events of the entire year was the Grizzoween. Yeah, we did. Uh, we've done. We did that for like seven years. We did various locations, and we always picked like the locations that were kind of the cream of the crop in the Quincy and Hannibal area. And there's some great locations in the Hannibal area, but there's some great locations in the Quincy area. We're going to be talking about a few of those that uh, we not only investigated, but had some evidence from. And the first one that we want to jump into, Travis, is a place that uh, you wouldn't necessarily think is haunted, but we've actually investigated it multiple times. Uh, have you ever been to Quincy Museum? Oh, I've been there many a time, but it's been a while. But I think I know a few of the stories. But what what are the stories of alleged haunts? Do you guys know anything specific? What I've always heard is that the uh, the Newcomb Stillwell, the whole building itself, the Quincy Museum has its has its history and in, in a lot of uh, manufacturing of Quincy's past. The what has become Titan Titan Wheel in Quincy that used to be Electric Wheel before it was Titan Wheel, and I believe it was the Newcomb Stillwell family who was incremental in starting that. And I believe the, I think, I can't remember if Newcomb or Stillwell was the main guy and, and his son-in-law was the other. And those two didn't get along very well. Somebody got thrown through a plate glass window at one point, I Holy think. Holy cow. Yeah, but nobody died. <laughs> well, somebody did die there. I believe the, old, the, old, the owner, I think, passed away in the building years oh, ago. Wow, okay. But what was your experience of investigating that? Well, out of all the locations we went to, we the way we did Grizzoine we would go and do a pre-investigation where it was just the investigators. And then what we would do is we would bring in the radio crew the night before Halloween or within a day or two uh, before Halloween and then do another investigation. And we really didn't have much happen. I do remember, Bobby, I think the World Series was going on for the Cardinals. I think it was like game six of the World Series that night when we were there. I, I think it was. I, I, yeah. I remember us kind of like taking little breaks to go out just to kind of check and see what, see the, what score the score was. See what the score Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, and it's funny, Travis, that you bring up Newcomb. And I, right. I was going through my audio clips and I saw an audio clip. So we have this thing called the PBX uh, SB7 spirit box, whatever you want to call it. And it goes through, through the different uh, frequencies on the radio. And sometimes you pick up, you know, different voices that could be something related to what's going on or, or a voice that's coming through. And there's actually a PBX recording that I have that says the nuke is somebody says what somebody asked, what's your name? And they go, Nuka. Oh shoot. Really? I just now realized that oh, I didn't put man. two and two together because I was like, why are we talking about the Nukem hotel? And, and yeah, so yeah. that's pretty cool. I didn't realize that, that, that that's really interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we had that, but the one big thing we had, I, I'm not going to play it because it's really hard to, to hear, but I'll tell you a quick little story. One of the biggest events that happened that night was actually something that happened to me. We were sitting at the on the first floor. There's steps that go up to the second floor. I'm sure you, you're familiar yeah. with that. And so there's a little bench that's in front of the steps. And we were doing like a like just asking questions and things like that. And then we kind of you know as you're doing an investigation, you get bored and then you just start talking about different random stuff. And I was talking about my boyhood experience. And Travis, now I think about it, I think we went there together. It seems like school. a field trip fodder. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I was talking about going there as a kid. 
Yeah. And so when I went there, uh, all of a sudden we were listening to the audio afterwards and somebody says my name on the audio actually says Chris. Hmm. So that's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. It was pretty neat to have that. But do you remember anything else about uh, Washington or about uh, that place? I, I do remember that when we were upstate, there, there's like a section that has like some Civil War or um, uniforms right. and, mm-hmm. and swords and things like that. I remember that when we were up there, because um, I, I believe I was with Jeff at the time, that we actually, and, and I'm not a big orb person, so, you know, I, I'm not the, the orb guru, um, but we actually had like an incredibly bright orb appear and then disappear through the door, but we didn't catch it on any kind of camera or anything. So, kind of so typically, I think if, if people aren't in the know on, on orbs, orbs a lot of time can be something, if you take a picture, it can be particles of dust right. or something reflecting because of the flash, correct? Correct. But this sounds like you saw it physically without like a camera, but in person. Is that right? Right. And, wow. And at the time, neither Jeff nor I had a camera or we did not. Because of the angle of the room, we did not set up a video camera in there. So it was just something we physically saw at the time. You want to hear a wild orb story? We'll have to tell that on our Patreon episode. Yeah, I think you mentioned before, and if it's one I'm thinking of, that's that's worth the Palmyra. five hours alone. Yeah, Palmyra, Missouri. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yes. that was a crazy experience. That was another one of the Grizzlyweens. But uh, yeah, so Washington. I keep wanting to say Washington. Uh, the uh, Quincy Museum, a great place. Reason why I keep saying Washington, you'll find out in a few minutes. Uh, but. We want to move on to the next one. And this one uh, we did, I think it was like the third Grizzleween that we did. And um, we did it based off of a YouTube video. I want to put this in our show. Is that notes. a YouTube video? Yeah. Because it all started off a YouTube video of this group that went in there to this building and they were walking around and all of a sudden, like something falls off the edge and uh, glass breaks. It's a vase that breaks. And okay. then we come across another YouTube video talking about these uh, little ping pong balls getting thrown down the hallways. And so that piqued our interest. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I think I think I may have seen that the more the more you talk about that. That's ringing a bell yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah, Woodland Cemetery. Yes, the the, the, ma- the mausoleum specifically. Yes. yes, the mausoleum is the craziest place. Um, if you ever want to be scared at the idea of something knocking, go to Woodland Cemetery Mausoleum. Right, right. <laughs> because we would do, uh, the, again, this is another location. We've been there not only for that show, but multiple times beyond that. And uh, you would be doing, uh, like, shaven haircut. Are you familiar with shaven haircut? Yeah, that's sure. The, that's the... Dun, uh, dun, 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 dun. Right. Yeah. So we would do that, and it would sound like the dun-dun was coming from inside the cribs. Oh, <laughs> Yikes. It, it definitely did. It definitely did. I, I, I will tell you on multiple occasions. I mean, even even without the shave and a haircut, we would just say, let your presence be known, and we would get the knocking. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a place that uh, is very unique. And not only that, and we haven't confirmed this, we need to do some more research. But, Travis, I think you were the one that told me that we may have a thought that – there was a civil war 
that uh, hospital there. Yeah, you know, the, it's and honestly, I'm I'm con- trying to confirm that because that's one of those things of Quincy lore that I've I think I've just been told at one point, and looking back, I don't know if it was absolute truth or not. But at, at my understanding was somewhere on that premises there was a Civil War museum. So I'm still looking to validate that. But uh, that would be an interesting. But you you put on top of that the whole fact that you know Indian Mounds Park itself is just across the street, right. with actual mounds being in Woodland Cemetery that were kind of sacred ground that was reburied people people got reburied in. Yeah, so. yeah. The trifecta of what's going on in that area would. I mean, it would just lean into it, the idea that it has to have some activity going on. And not only is it the mausoleum, though, but the whole area is active. We got EVPs throughout the cemetery, in all honesty. And, and I, this is going to be the cool thing about what we're doing, Travis, is that I can actually bring up some of these EVPs that we have. So That's right. And again, if you're not familiar with the EVPs, electronic voice phenomena, what they are is uh, sometimes it's things that uh, you don't hear when you're standing there, but you go back and listen to it later. Also, and we mentioned this on the Patreon episode, sometimes we also refer to the audible stuff that we do hear as EVPs, uh, but they're really more of like a disembodied voice that you're hearing. Uh, I'll let you listen to a couple of these uh, that are pretty neat. And I don't have a lot of details because these are kind of way back in the day now. But, uh, you know, just let you listen to them and let you see what you think of them. And Travis, I, I muted that so it didn't make any more noise. So hopefully this will oh, work. Now. Volume's down. Let me bring it back up all here. Right. We may do it one or, once or twice here to get it keyed in for everybody. Yeah, all yeah. right. So let's... let's uh, uh, let you listen to the first one here. So in the background, you hear voices talking, but if you listen real close here, you'll hear it like it sounds like almost a scream in the background. Did you hear it? Faintly. Yeah. I don't know if I would have noticed it if you hadn't said anything, though. But, yeah. yeah. So that is one of the examples. Now, this is a little bit more of a weird one that I want to let you listen to here. It's uh, going, again, the definition of this one, it just says, weird growl. Okay, weird growl coming up. Do you hear it? Let's hear that one more time. All right. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Now, Bobby, we were talking about this before we started recording. This is at Woodland Cemetery, but we've heard that scream multiple times. We we have, and my little memory bank is, like, running, you know, on, <laughs> sure. on, on fast reverse. If I remember right, when we recorded this one at Woodland, which, by the way, is one of my very most favorite places to go, I believe that we caught something right after that growl. I I think this was Chris when we had one person in each of the into the hallways into the hallways, and I think I actually right after you caught that caught because that's when I started getting really creeped out, and I think I actually caught that a uh, similar audio right after that that said scratch her, and that oh, was yeah. when I was like. Uh, all right, guys, I'm feeling really uncomfortable. Right. And I think it was shortly after that growl. Huh. Yeah, I think you're right. I remember that now. You know, and that also brought up another memory. When we did the pre-investigation for Grizzleween the first time, we set up DVR systems down the hallways. Uh, so you have cameras running down each. And if you haven't been in there, it's it's shaped like an H. 
and there is a couple like one or two like offshoots uh from the 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 h pattern but pretty much it set up an h pattern we had four investigators so each one of us took a hallway which is very creepy you wouldn't think it would be i can see that it is very creepy (laughs) but uh when we were doing that uh, actually, we had five investigators, and I was the one that was sitting at the DVR system at, like, the, the cross where the H is at, so, like, the main entryway there, and I was looking down each one of the hallways, and I said there was a part that I actually saw a shadow figure or some sort of shadow peek around the corner of one of those hallways and it was down the hallway that you and another investigator were down and at that point in time you guys got an audio clip out of that too uh and i don't have that with me but uh you know that that's some of the weird stuff and that's just the mausoleum yeah that's pretty incredible yeah it's it's a crazy place uh by the way we we love woodland cemetery Uh, you if you haven't had a chance i'm not sure if they're doing another one i think they're doing another one of their ghost tours coming up so check that out i know they do that during october which is really and hopefully you've already had a chance to check that out in the past or you know recently this year yeah and we'll be doing more specifics on woodland cemetery because it's uh it's got such a vast history we've seen the john wood cemetery or the john wood uh marker that's there right um you have the city vault which was recently discussed on facebook about what exactly is the city vault so uh, lots of cool history that are there but obviously if you want to check something very cool out check out the mausoleum and i'm still curious travis about what the my my wife has been saying she wants to be she wants a crypt like one of those tall ones so oh sure sure. you don't see those new ones getting built anymore no i i gotta think it's a pretty penny these days i don't know i don't know yeah we'll see that's that's a future (laughs) what if episode of wild quincy so is there anything else you remember from woodland that uh you want to bring up well i mean there is an interesting place that's across from that city vault vault oh yes that perhaps somebody we know might have been able to slide into oh you're you're speaking about the vault that was pretty well lost to to time for a long time correct yeah yeah um friend of the show rodney hart uh, knows a lot about that vault and for a while you were able to peek over, you know, there were some some empty areas. And something tells me you stuck a microphone down there, didn't Something you? tells me we stuck a person down there. It, oh, it boy. Be, it, oh, it boy. It could be a really tiny person. Um, and I will tell you what was interesting is there are still remains in there. Right, right. And a couple. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, which... Again, I, I'm, I'm such a history buff, so I love the historical aspect of that. And that cemetery has it all. It has the famous people. It has the tragedies with the... Um, Van Schmitz? Yes. Right. Which we talked about last we'll be, episode. We'll be talking yep. about them more in the future, too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just a, a amazing history. So go check out Woodland Cemetery. If you haven't just drove around Woodland Cemetery, just go drive around Woodland Cemetery. It's just an amazing cemetery. Not, not just that, but the topography of yeah. that cemetery is actually a representation of what Quincy looked like before everything was raised and the streets were kind of leveled. I mean, Quincy was not this such a straight, <laughs> straight flat, as arrow yeah. flat place. And it's such an interesting kind of slice in time for multiple different reasons. So definitely... You know, Rodney's you know Rodney, friend of the show, like you know, is always is on the on the fence about talking about Woodland because it's such a 
nice place that nobody knows about yeah. to go take a walk or something. Walk his dog. But I think yeah. that I think that the uh, secret's out. It's a, it's a cool place. Yeah, and not only that, but uh, you know, just we had in one of our episodes, one of our questions of the day, I think, was about how many people are actually buried in Woodland. Shocking number. Yeah. Do you rem- remember and ballpark? I think Sixty or seventy thousand people are buried at Woodland Cemetery. Wow, that's that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's a huge number, and that's a guesstimate. That's not even an accurate yeah, that, number. Yeah, that's so. that's eye opening. Yeah, a very crazy place. But that is Woodland Cemetery. So make sure to check it out. We'll talk more about that coming up uh, on our Patreon episode. But we want to move on to the cream of the crop. And Bobby, before we get into this, I want to ask you a question. You, you've investigated a lot of places in the Quincy area. You said Woodland's your favorite. Is this your scariest? Yes. Yeah? This this is the place. I You know, we've been doing this a long time, Chris, a long time. And there's very few places that I am on edge that I will not you know, have a problem with sitting by myself. This place, you will never get me by myself. And in fact, I think the last time that we went there, you tried to talk me into sitting in there by myself. And I was absolutely, that is never going to happen in this place. Yikes. Yeah. uh, And this place, you know, it's weird when you think about it because it's a cheerful place it has a great history it's not like a hospital like saint mary's that we talked about where there's a lot of traumatic experiences it's not you know one of those places however i will give the credit that it's a place that a lot of people spent time in back in the day and that place is none other than washington theater and uh travis you've been there too yeah i i participated in uh, a, a kind of a ghost hunt as well there um didn't i i didn't see all the final reveal reviewed footage on that i was more of a guest and not an active investigator myself um but yeah you, you can it's definitely creepy in places but i don't think there was one instance for me personally so i was really interested to hear these other experiences from you guys yeah one of the things it's really weird because the very first Grizzoween that we did was actually at Hannibal Community Theater. And that might have been one that you weren't at, actually, now I think it, about it. It is. It's yeah. the one and only one yeah. that you and I have not been at <laughs> Which was crazy. We'll talk about that in our Patreon because it's not Quincy, but it, it's probably the craziest place in the Tri-State area. But we did have this pretty neat thing after we did the first Grizzoween. Speaking of Rodney Hart, right? We uh, had Rodney contact us, and he wanted us to do a uh, story about us, like a like a little feature story about how we're doing the show. And it was after Halloween, and so we went down with Rodney to the church and went through it. Quaid and I went through it, and then we. Uh, got done and Rodney's like, have you ever been in Washington theater? And this was like 2007. And I quite are like, no, we've never been in there. And he's like, you want to check it out real quick? And we're like, yeah, we want to check it out. Yeah, real quick. For real. So this was before I even got into the paranormal. When I started, I was doing it because of the radio station. Right. And I wasn't even in a group or anything like that. And so I had no experience, but I did know how to turn a recorder onto a tape recorder. So I took a tape recorder with us. We go in there. He was telling us the story. And, the one, of course, the famous story in Washington Theater is the guy that got accidentally hung when construction was oh, going on. Oh, wow. I wasn't yeah. aware of that. Yeah, not sure the legitimacy of that. But that's, sure. a, that's a story that's been going around to, that one of the guys, and that's the only story of a death that's happened in, the fam- or in that building. So 
we go in that with the concept of that's the guy that we're we're looking for. And so we go in with a recorder, and Rodney's taking us around. We go up in the balcony, look around. We go down to the bottom. And then he's like, hey, there's there's a place underneath. You can go check it out underneath uh, the stage. So we're like, yeah, let's go check it out. But, I mean, at that point in time, again, this was oh, 15, 17 years ago. It was all mess. It's, it's a much better place now, much clean, cleaner. It's, it looks really good. But we go downstairs. You couldn't even go past like the steps, like three feet in. It was just all junk. And so I had the recorder, and uh, we have this audio clip that uh, I'll play for you right now. Would you like to see this building repaired? So did you guys catch it? Did you hear what it said? You bet I would. <laughs> Is that what it said? Let's listen to it one more time. Would you like to see this building repaired? So what we did was I asked the question, would you obviously like to see this place fixed up? And it clear as day sounds like a guy. We did not hear this when we were there, but we listened to it afterwards. And it sounds like a guy that's saying, you bet I would. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. <laughs> so to have that experience as I'm not a paranormal investigator and have that happen was pretty cool. Now, that voice there, he sounds friendly. Yeah, it seems like a guy you want to have a beer with. It kind of changed his course over the years, though. And Bobby will tell you about that in just a few minutes. Uh, but we did get some EVPs. Not only did we do Grizzleween there uh, down the road, but we also have visited there multiple times. Um, I do want to give us a plug real quick. We do have a YouTube channel, Bobby and I. It's called American Ghost. I think we had a fee- we might have had it in our blog post. Yeah, we did. Last we episode. did. Um, but that's one of the places. If you look at our welcome episode, we did our welcome uh, little video there at that location. But it's one of those things when we do our American Ghost stuff that you got to have some substance to put. I'm not going to put something out that is not going to is going to be us sitting around for 20 minutes. I mean, that's actually how most ghost hunting yeah. shows yeah. work is that they're going to spend 5 days there trying to get something and make it look like it's a night. Couldn't you also say that's kind of how ghost hunting is most of the time? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it's is. not 24/7 no. like on TV where there's always something happening no. like it's literally in Bobby you can you can say this too is that it's it's like fishing. It's like the worst fishing trip you've ever <laughs> been on because you rarely get anything and even sometimes when you think you get something it's still questionable but then every once in a while you get something crazy well yes and and here's the reality of it is you can go to what i consider hot spots and and all three of the places that you've talked about are are hot spots you can go one time and have a whole night of activity you can go a month later and you got nothing yeah yeah, or you can go multiple times. Uh, you can you can have that one activity, that one night, and then you can go f- seven times and not have anything happen. Correct. Yeah. So we have a decent amount of audio on this, and it's going to lead up to um, one of the most – and just to let you know, Bobby is, for some reason, a magnet at visualization of spirits. Um I, I give her give her crap about that all the time because she, she has it. I don't – I don't – but we'll talk about that in a minute. But – there's some EVPs that we got, and I'm going to have you listen to. This is one of them that we have, and I'll play it first, and we'll kind of go from there. So you hear Bobby in the background, then you hear somebody else. And then yeah. right after Bobby stops talking, you kind of hear something. I'll play it one more time. Yeah, yeah. 
It's uh, is that like a growly thing? No, if you listen, what is that? I can't quite make out what it sounds like. It sounds like a, a little girl saying "mom" and then something after that. Okay. So let's listen one more again. time. Okay, now, now, yeah, yeah, yeah I heard that. Now you yeah. said that. So that's a weird one. And so this is another one that we had. And this isn't uh, what we did with Grizzleween. A lot of the times is we would send Quaid or some other of the radio crew in, and we said, "Here's a recorder. Go inside, see what happens." Because it seems like sometimes when you you're so involved in the paranormal, you kind of become I don't know what you want to call it. You kind of become kind of blank to where you're not you're not scared i think being scared actually feeds sometimes i agree and and i think part of it is is the longer you're in paranormal the bigger you expect things to be yeah and so you miss all those subtle things that people that don't do it right and and do have that like heightened senses you know your your hearing's heightened your your eyesight is heightened they they pick up that stuff that those of us that have been doing it for a while kind of ignore and and i do think a lot of times we miss stuff that that's relevant kind of, kind of that fresh eyes and fresh ears that aren't acquainted or or you know experienced with what may become not monotonous but just something like to your point, it doesn't stick out as much as it would to other people. Right. So. Right. And so that's why we send in people like that and we send them in by themselves because we hope that maybe they'll have that experience. And they spent like literally like an hour in there that I remember that so, so clearly. They spent like an hour in there to the point where we're like, man, maybe we should go check on them. <laughs> wow. But uh, so anyway, I listened, gave them the recorder, I listened to the audio clip, and this is what they caught towards the end. Certainly interesting. So you hear Quaid at the beginning say, this is interesting. And then you hear something very weird after that. Yeah, what, what, let's hear that again. Certainly interesting. So it, how did you describe that sound? Like a... Like a... Like a gargle. Like a... Some ah! kind of a... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right, one more time. Certainly interesting. It almost, oh. almost sounds like you know, like, like a a, a bad Halloween CD. Yeah, the you know what, exactly what that sounds like to me. And maybe this is super, super specific, but for some reason it's sticking in my mind. When I was a kid, you had these long plastic uh, little little things you could swing around, and they were they were kind of rigid, rigid. And it was like a almost looked like a small oh. pool noodle. And when you swing it, it would create like a whistling yeah. noise. Yeah, yeah. Woo, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what that said. Well, I brought back these <laughs> these memories as a kid. You got a flashback. Well, that's wild. But yeah, so that was happening with the radio guys. We've got a few more here I want to play, and it, it's it the creep factor is building up. I can tell you that. Right okay. Now. okay. Like you need to remember that sound. Okay. Yes, we're gonna address that here later. Yeah. All right. Okay. Here's the next one. Okay, so I'm guessing that wasn't anybody living. No. This was actually... Sometimes what we do is we call a passive session where we literally just put a recorder in there. We have the DVR system running, and we just let it run. Yeah. And this is one of those passive sessions. Let's hear that one more time. Nobody's in the building. Ooh, that's... <laughs> it's you know I think that those those EVPs in my opinion where nobody's there 
I mean, if there's people in the building, there's always that faint possibility of maybe there's some kind of noise mm-hmm. bleed from something else. But if you're isolated, that that's that that makes the hair stand up. Yeah. The next one we got here is uh, I mentioned it earlier. There's a thing called a PBX Spirit Box SB7, whatever you want to call it. We were doing one of these sessions here. A lot of times. And we'll, Bobby and I'll talk about this later. We've had an experience at another location where it was like no question there was response coming to us. This one's a little questionable, but I'll go ahead and play it for you. So it's going to sound kind of weird, like a, like missing radio stations jumping around, but we'll let you listen to it. Is this your home? So you hear the question, is this your home? Yeah. And then you kind of hear something weird. Again, it's hard. You got to kind of listen. It almost sounds like he's saying, My home. So I'll play it one more time. Okay. Is this your home? It's it's quick. Yeah. It's my home. quick, but yeah, I think I can I can see where you get yeah. that. So that's that's another one, but this uh, leads up to this last one. And if you want to go out at any of them at Washington Theater that are pretty, pretty scary, it's this one. I'm I'm just gonna play it. Oh my! It's a cackle going on, isn't it? <laughs> just just hearing that now, it's just like oh my gosh. Let's All hear right. it one more time. All right. <laughs> you hear Bobby talking at the beginning of that clip, but then you hear. <laughs> so, okay, okay. And wow, that's that's disturbing. <laughs> Isn't it? That's a disturbing laugh. So that leads up to one of the reasons. Uh, obviously, love having Bobby here, but she has an amazing story. And I was telling Travis, I was telling Travis this, Bobby, that I've I've heard parts of the story but i haven't heard the story from start to finish from you about what happened to you at washington theater and a gentleman called the jeepers creepers dude that you refer to him as. well he didn't have a name tag on i guess but he, close he, enough he did not but, <laughs> but that would probably be the closest uh comparison okay and and again you know chris and i have done this for a long time and i i i i've never seen anything like this in my life ever ever so we had been there all night. It had been a really super late night. And Chris and a couple of our other friends were outside. And I was with another one of our friends named Shelly. And she had forgot her recorder down on the stage. So she was like, hey, I'm going to go back in and... and get my recorder and we pretty much broke down everything so we had no audio running we had no cameras no nothing going and we walked all the way down and Shelly had her her back to the risers what do you call that the mezzanine level the balcony yeah the yeah, balcony yeah. level and so I I was about three-fourths of the way down the aisle towards the stage and I had the most intense, overwhelming, oh my God, somebody's looking at me feeling, hmm. you know, that, that whole. Yeah. And I turned around and what I saw standing up in that balcony level was, it, it was not human. I don't know what it was. 
Um, it had, I could see eyes and I could see its mouth, but I couldn't see any facial feature. And it was cloaked in blackness. Wow. Um, I, I, I kind of try to compare it to in the movie Ghost. Okay. Oh, yeah, like the at the end? At the end when those little boys. Right. Yeah, so it was kind of sort of like that. It wasn't like a cloak. It was pretty tall, right? It was incredibly tall. Um, taller than your average male. Okay. And when I saw it, it screamed. And it's that scream that you played earlier is the closest thing to it. And like I said, I could not see a face. I could just see eyes and an open mouth. And I will tell you, I climbed up Shelly <laughs> like a bad monkey after a banana in the highest of trees. <laughs> I, I have never been so intensely mortified in my life. Wow. And Shelly saw none of it happen. She, I, she just... Doing her thing. Doing her thing. And the next thing you know, there's, you know, Bobby's on top of her. Wow. Um, and and it when it screamed, it just took off sideways across the entire balcony area. And about three-fourths of the way across, it just, it was gone. Jeez. It just dissipated. And I, you know, we, we've talked about that so many times. And you hear so many stories in the paranormal field of non-human spiritual entities of some sort i i had never encountered something like that but i will tell you it th there was something about it that was absolutely terrifying absolutely terrifying not only that you I, and maybe i'm making this up in my head but i thought that you said when it was running across that you could hear like 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 stuff getting moved yes too. yeah i mean I, you could literally it, and it was weird because it was this full bodied thing it, but you didn't see arm there were there weren't any like human qualities to where i could see arms or legs okay uh and it moved at an incredibly fast pace but you could hear like footsteps and and, and sh as if you ran across that balcony wow. where you bumped into the seats and I mean, there was a quite a, a chaotic ruckus to it, but it didn't make sense. I mean, in my mind, it didn't make sense because it wasn't like it was this full human body. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was just, it was crazy. Yeah, we came away, Travis, after that because what was happening, and she mentioned that uh, myself and then a couple of investigators were outside. The reason we were outside was because we were packing up to go. Yeah. So we didn't have a recorder going. We didn't have a camera going. We had nothing going. And that was our first cue that, and we've never done it since, is that, or we've always done it since, I should say, is that we will always have a recorder going until we walk out of the door. <laughs> I, I can see <laughs> because why. Of that. Yeah, yeah. Because that was such a, and so my side of that is that, again, we were sitting outside and all of a sudden they just come out and they Bobby looked like like she had seen a ghost. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well and and it was on because earlier in the night we had all gone up to the balcony and sat in various places. And I kept saying throughout the entire night, 
I, I'm, I'm really uncomfortable up here. I don't know why, but I don't like it up here. I, I don't feel safe. And, but nothing had happened. Nothing had happened all night long. Yep. And I really felt like whatever this was knew that we didn't have any equipment going. And that's when it decided to make its presence known. Wow. Yeah, it's just a crazy, crazy. Travis, what do you think about that? Well, <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, not, not of being there, it's, it's never going to capture the craziness and how that must have felt to experience it. But just hearing it, I mean, it does make the hair on the back of my neck kind of creep up a little bit. Um, boy, how embarrassing for the, the ghost, though. I mean, it's like you, you get this amazing scream out and you trip over some stupid balcony. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'd be exactly. so pissed if I was a ghost. I'd like, like, oh, just get the shit out of it. That'd be rough, rough. No, that that's that's damn right terrifying. Yeah, so. it, it was, and that so that really solidified that as being one of the most crazy locations. I mean, we've had stuff happen before, and we'll talk about this on Patreon. Um, uh, I've had experiences where I've been almost nauseous to the point where I was about ready to be sick. Um, she at the same time she's two hundred feet away from me, and, and she's hearing growls. I mean, it's just, I mean, that's those things like that happen, but then. Like you have something like this happens that really just it. Well, I'll tell you what, it makes you want to go ghost hunting really quick again, right? right <laughs> you I know, bet. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a crazy place, uh, but a great place as well. And, and we got to give a shout out. I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to him, Jim Lawrence, great guy. Um, also, the board because even when we started, they were um, really supportive of us getting there and doing that. Um, and unfortunately this year due to COVID, they didn't do the Rocky horror picture show. I've always wanted to go check that out because they do it every year during Halloween. It's a cool place, but they do also a lot of, uh, a lot of different bands in there. Uh, we tried to actually, you probably didn't know this, Bobby, when I was, uh, we were looking to a place to get to have a reception for our wedding. We actually looked at having it at, washington theater oh wow uh but unfortunately it was going to be more of a headache so we just went to sprouts instead yeah, yeah no pr- total props to the board yeah. they've been doing so much behind the scenes in the last what five ten years that have just has really been driving towards making that a cool a cooler and cooler space you know having the blues in the district take place there over you know that first hit of covid too was mm. was such an interesting perspective i love because they filmed it from the back of the stage with the 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 student like the the chairs and the audience would be in the background so i'm kind of curious to go back with a keen eye and see if anything's weird going on in the balcony you know what i mean i think you should i think you should look really close that's wild <laughs> chris any other locations where we head over to the patreon side of things uh no but i do want to bring up real quick that if you do we do again as we mentioned with washington theater uh, they are a nonprofit. they're trying to re- reorganize and get that thing going again check out their website quincywashingtontheater.org you can do uh, a donation there which if you yeah. if you want to support us in some way why don't you throw a donation to Quincy uh, to, yeah to share, share the love they're doing great stuff yeah so make sure to check that out and um well, but I'm about wrapped up, Travis, but we got to cue you in because this is only episode three of Wild October. We got That's one more right. episode coming up. 
it's what are we doing? How can, how can <laughs> I mean we heard some scary stuff here. What are we gonna do to try and rival that? Well, the only way that we can rival that is by going to a scary place. Okay. So we're gonna go do that. We're gonna go do an investigation. Your final wild October episode is going to be us along with Bobby going to none other than Washington Theater and doing our own. Well you guys you guys let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, you're already I'm going to, aren't you I? Get to I go. Uh, I'm so glad we just talked about all these hor- hor- horrifying incidents. I had to get you revved up for it. <laughs> yeah. So we're hoping um, for you guys that listen to us, uh, we'll have pretty much, we're not exactly sure how we're going to format it. Most likely it's just going to be a, this is what happened sort of thing. But for you Patreon people, we will have a special thing where you're going to be able to see uh, some of that. And I, I do want to throw this out real quick to Travis. If you guys remember back in the day, speaking of KZZK, they used to have a show called Steven DC that was on there. And I was always a fan of their Halloween shows. It was a theater of the mind thing. It was so amazing that what they did. And so our Patreon guys might get a little taste they, of something. They're like definitely going to get some, some behind the scenes stuff that it won't be made available to just everybody. Yeah. There'll probably be some video. There'll probably be some audio. It's a mixed bag, but yeah. uh, if you if you are so inclined or your curiosity is peaked, please jump over to the Patreon side, become a wild thing. We appreciate the support; keeps the lights on for us, even though we'll be in the dark. <laughs> yeah, and and but we will have uh, next week. We will tell you exactly what happened. We'll give you the details. We'll just listen to the audio, and we'll uh, have some fun. Travis, are we missing anything? Just if you're looking for some Christmas stocking stuffers, you can always check out the, the uh, is it 12, 10 discs? There's, there's multiple discs. Enough to necessitate a cool CD booklet, Wild yes. Quincy, that has the entirety of Season 1. You can find that at the website as well as on our Facebook page. It's a great gift for somebody who maybe isn't as technically inclined as you wonderful people are who are, you know, inclined enough to know how to listen to a podcast and subscribe. So give take one for your CD uh, CD experience listening in the car road trips. It's a, it's a good way to uh, get well, Quincy. Share the love with those who you don't necessarily want to spend two hours explaining podcasting and how that works. <laughs> right. So check that out. You can go to our Facebook page. You can also go to wildquincy.com and uh, purchase that. We're doing free orders. Those will come out probably at the beginning of December. So get your pre order in for that great stocking stuff. For Bobby, thank you so much for being yes. here. Thanks for letting me hang out with you two cool guys. Uh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Yes. And uh, we'll be back with Bobby to do some Patreon stuff coming up. So be listening for that. And we'll be back next week to wrap up Wild October here on Wild Quincy. For Travis Hoffman, I'm Chris Ketters. You've been listening to Wild Quincy. We'll catch you guys next time. Take care, every booty. met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil.